Beautiful listeners, you know we love you, and we appreciate all the support you've given us to this point. If you would like to further support us in our art, in our effort to allow these wonderful conversations to continue to take place, head over to patreon.com slash inside the sound. beautiful listeners welcome back inside the sound this is michael and this is ryan and we are super duper super excited to have a very special guest on today would you be so kind as to introduce yourself to our beautiful listeners of course hello beautiful listeners my name is tora uh, i'm 27 years old and i'm from norway and i play guitar and i sing and i make awesome music boom Oh, baby. Here we go. Yeah. Yay. All right. Let me uh, get us into the room here. Adjust. Boom. We are excited to have you on. You're, um, we want to talk about one specific aspect of your guitar playing at some point, but it's it's very unique. It's very unique. I've been listening to guitar players. <clears throat> for a long time and you have something special thank you so we're really excited to hear you know thank you here you do the crowd noise thing i have i have noises all right so uh <laughs> so um you know what there's the question that we like to ask and i love the scene that we've set behind us are you into superheroes at all comic book well she is song? one yeah i mean i'm wondering I like to pretend that I am one, but no. <laughs> uh, you are. No, no. Uh, you know, well, the whole point is every one of these characters on the wall behind us has some kind of interesting origin story. It's what makes them what they are. And so we want to hear yours. We figure a musical superhero like yourself would have an interesting one. And we just want to hear from how you would tell, how would you describe your origins into music? Uh now my English is terrible. So origins. <laughs> origins, like, how did you start? Uh, how would you start your story? How did right. you get music? Okay, perfect. Um, well, you know, I come from a very, like, m musical family. So uh, there was music always around the house. Uh, my father is a piano player. Uh, my sister is a great uh, soul and jazz singer. So oh, there cool. was, yeah. So a lot of soul and jazz and, like, Motown and all of these stuff that were very important, you know, for me. Uh, so just basically music in general, like so much noise and sounds constantly. So I just grew up with music basically. So that's how it started when I was very young. Yeah. Do you remember, do you have a specific song that you remember just really hitting you um, in your gut or in your heart that really, uh, you know, opened your eyes to music? 
Yeah, well, I I don't have like a specific song, but I remember when I downloaded videos and it was illegal from LimeWire, I downloaded- Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I took full advantage of that. I'm not gonna lie. Of course, we all did. Uh, <laughs> it was perfect. Kids these days, they don't even know. Uh, but it, well, I downloaded some uh, a Michael Jackson video. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I was like around 11, 11 or 12 years old. And I downloaded Michael Jackson live from his 30th anniversary. I think it was in 2001, about that time. And he performed The Way You Make Me Feel uh, at Madison Square Garden. And as and that was the first video I saw of Michael because I, YouTube wasn't a thing yet. Right. So I had to download that video to see it. And I saw Michael uh, perform the way he made me feel. And that was for me life changing. And you know, when you downloaded videos, it was 1% and then you can watch 1% of the video. And then- yeah. like, Oh, right, yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, oh man. Yeah. Two hours later, maybe it was 10%, but you had to start at the beginning and watch the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So I learned every single move and everything is said in every line. Like I, I learned everything because I watched it so many times. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Days to download one video. So um, yeah, that video was life changing. <laughs> For me, it was uh, listening to Dangerous, that album on a cassette tape. And that's wow. what it was. Yeah. My cousin let me borrow it and I had to get back. I didn't want to. It's going. You know what, Tara? Um, you've probably had time to think about it. It's just a, something that's come up for us recently. What is it about Michael for you that really draws you into his music? Uh, that's interesting. Um, you know, I think, first of all, his energy. And I feel like everything he did. Uh, it was so like from the heart. It was just music, and he meant every move and every line. And it was like it was so intense to watch him perform. And I think that is why he is my number one because I don't feel like anyone can compare to him. He's one of a kind uh, when it comes to performing. And um, he like I, I believe if you're at a Michael Jackson show, you can't take your eyes away from the stage. You just him on its own is enough, you know? You don't need um, all this other stuff. You just need Michael and his dancing and his presence. And that that blows my mind. He, yeah, he was one of a kind. You know, it's uh, very interesting to me is um, the first thing you mentioned is energy. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. Like the moment you turn on one of his tracks, you feel that energy, like it's undeniable. What's in, what's ironic about that is that was the the thing that I wanted to bring up about your um, playing style. Um, like, you hit one note on your guitar, and you can feel it. It means something. Like you're such an expressive player. Like there's no there's no. Um, friction. Friction wow. between what's in your head and what you're feeling and what comes out you know of the amplifier so have you have you always been that way or was that something calculated that you tried to do wow um you know what i think it has always been that way and that is why i have a problem to uh talk about my guitar playing because a lot of people ask about it 
like in, in podcasts and interviews and stuff. But and it's hard for me to explain because I feel I I just play whatever I feel like. And that's the end of the story. You know, I, I can't really, yes, I can go into music theory and blah, blah, blah. But when it all comes down to it is basically if that bending that note, if it hits the right spot, then I will bend that note. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, that's the end of the story. That's that's basically it. Well, you know what? That makes sense why you're such a fa fantastic guitar player because that is it in our eyes too. And so if that's all you do, it's no wonder. <laughs> Tor, I mean, no. tell us if, if we're wrong here, but how many guitarists overcomplicate things? I'm so guilty of this. Like, so am I. <laughs> a, if you hear my solo album, it's 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 literally a, a study in overcomplication, and it's, yeah. it's it's but I was into it, you know. And a lot of people are into that, and that's okay. But the people who really stand apart, you know, seem to understand something on a fundamental level with the feel thing. And I and I heard Victor Wooten say it was, um, you know, how I would dance to it and how I would sing to it is, you know, the rhythm and the melody. And it's he it just that's that's his best way of describing it. Right. But ultimately, it's not something you can really put into words, is it? Because you it has to do with the connection to your instrument that is personal and, and you can't really put it. That's the whole reason why you have the instrument is to express it, you know. Exactly. Yes, I totally agree. And uh, I think sometimes we try to explain music, but we we shouldn't have to. I mean, uh, just good just, point. Yeah, yeah I mean, we talk about it, we analyze it, and and back and forth. But when it all comes down to it, does it feel right? Does it hit you in the right spot? It can right. be. I don't really care, but as long as it makes you feel something, right. I mean, boom. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's a fantastic point, and you know, you know what it is, Tora. When there's a fantastic guitar player like yourself in the room. Like people want to try to understand, you know, like, how does she do that? And, but the fact of the matter is, like you say, you can't, there's no technique. It just is Yeah. You're just playing what you feel. And it's like, you're either going to get that or you're not going to get it. You know, <laughs> what I already like about this conversation is that like, usually when I do this stuff, I can feel um, stupid because it's always about the gear or about the theory or blah, blah, blah. And I don't have the words for that. So I'm already very comfortable in this conversation because uh, yeah, it's all about the, the feeling. And that makes sense to me. I can talk about that for hours, but because that's what it is. So thank you. That's the stuff that matters. That's, you're very sweet to say that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. Um, I appreciate it. That's a big compliment. Uh, but yeah, you know, but that's what matters to us. Think about it. That's what draws us to the music. It's not the theory. Do you care what the what key a song is really in? No, I don't. What beat per minute? Who cares? I, I care about how does this song hit me in the in the gut, you know, in the heart? How does it make me feel? Um, yeah, like watching your videos is just it's pure delight because like you convey this this sort of like positive energy, whatever, whatever you're doing comes across very positively. And it's super infectious. That's one of the reasons why I think you get attention in this way. And people ask you these questions, because you have a very infectious nature about yourself as you're, you know, playing the notes that your expressions on your face also match the melody, like you, you sort of almost like you're singing it. Um, it's, it's just a very unique style that I've never seen before. So it's really cool. <laughs> so that's why you're here. I mean, we're really excited to talk to you. Thank you so much. And and when you say like singing, like I, I always, um, uh, when I play, I sing while I play. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Mm. Yeah, always, because um, I, I used to think before that I was a better singer than guitar player. Now that is. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened, but now I'm a better guitar player. But I used to be a better singer. So I used to sing. I yeah, I used to sing. And then, then I played. So let's, let's say there's a backing track and you're supposed to jam, like you have a day off or whatever. And then I used to sing for three minutes over that backing track and record. Mm, okay. And then listen to what I uh, had sing, And then I would try to play that on the guitar because that's the most honest and pure and real that, that I can play is what I would sing. That's true. Yeah, I've, I've heard a few people say that that's an exercise they do sometimes mm-hmm. is try to try to play something that they're singing or listen to people talking and try to mimic it or things mm-hmm. like that. Um, that's interesting. I am going to ask you one question on, I guess it's kind of a technical question, but it, it goes with this, what we're talking about. I've noticed that you don't really use a pick. At least it doesn't look like it with your right hand. Do you feel more connected to the instrument when you just play with your fingers as opposed to playing with the pick? Or does is that just you, the way you feel comfortable in general? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, we all start out using a pick. I mean, I, I think most of us do. Um, but I got tired of it. I, I, I'm tired of the sound. I feel like <laughs> I, I can't really get uh, the guitar to scream in the same way with the pick as I do with the fingers. Um, and I heard a lot of people say you feel closer to your instrument. Like, I don't really care about stuff like that. I mean, it's all about how it sounds. Hmm. When I use my, my thumb, like on the back of the guitar, and I, it, it's, it's, uh, it, it hits me in a different way. And I feel like I, that's my go-to technique these days. That's right. I, I do that more than I used to. Also, when I perform live, when, when we used to do that. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, I started playing with my, and I had the pick in my mouth. And when I feel like taking, I, I take it out and then mm. I can faster. I, I mean, but I noticed that John Mayer has a technique where he has to pick, he can play with his fingers, but he has to pick between. He's like holding one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's right. a couple ways to do it. That's so difficult. I can't do that. No? No, I can't. Well, is it the, for me, it's the whole having to worry about it, like hold, like thinking about holding it while I'm trying to play. It's too distracting. <laughs> you just yeah. got to get one with a good grip. Really, guys? That's really? It <laughs> takes away. Uh, I've never, honestly, guys, I've never even thought about it. I, it I, right, seriously. right, Tora? Am, am I right? It's going to take away some of your emotional attention. Mm. Like, so you can't give your off. You're trying to hold this pick with two hands. No, you, you know? might be right, dude. I didn't even think about it that way. That's interesting. Yeah, I agree. I think I agree. Well, now you guys make me think about well, it. Well, think about it, man. I want to go back and try to. I don't know. I just had an epiphany here. No, think about that. <laughs> no, really, but I never thought about that. You're trying that to get that energy out, but right. part of yourself is going to be there is a, gassed there is a up spot and, in your yeah. brain that holds onto the pick, right? right? And mentally, there is a little tiny spot that holds the pick, right? Right. Huh. Well, that's like mm-hmm. I said, the pick holder thing on the on the microphone stands are for. Well, you know what, Tori? It explains um, why all that feeling's coming out is because you're you're making yourself a pure channel for it would you agree yeah that makes sense that makes sense yeah yeah i mean it's all about ultimately bringing the sound that's in your head like what's in there what you're what you are visualizing imagining 
and getting your fingers to translate it onto that wood, like onto the, the fretboard. That's the whole point. Like play it on the box, you know? So it's, it's something that we as guitar players, like will take a lifetime to achieve, you know, like that, that sense of connection to the instrument and the towards the, like oh, i don't know what you're talking about i'm already right? there, like there man no i'm saying it's so that's why it's fun to talk to it's fun to talk to people who have it just sort of this innate sense because we how many times do we find that that that's the case it's just there's this connection thing was it um do you have a particular niche i know you talk a lot about gear do you have a particular instrument you prefer or do you have a favorite guitar yeah well, well i have my uh signature guitars i have i have two uh, from uh, a French brand called Morceau Guitars. Oh, okay. But, so I have one that's kind of like a Strat and one that's uh, a Telecaster-ish. Mm -hmm. So I Strat, the black Strat is the one that I use the most and uh, is my favorite. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's my go-to guitar. I have too many guitars, but that's my go-to. <laughs> you know, maybe you can never have too many. Never. I think I think you should have as many as you think you should. Yeah, but the problem is my apartment is too small. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a second apartment next door for the guitars. It's like a walk-in closet for the guitars. Perfect. <laughs> One day, yeah. Tora, just taking a couple of steps back. You you're obviously a guitar player uh, now, and you definitely identify yourself as that. What was it? about the guitar that called to you over all the other instruments, do you think? Uh, I think, well, I look at the guitar as it, it's, it's a rhythmical instrument, first of all. Like, um, yeah, it's melodic and blah, blah, blah. But like, because I've listened so much to Michael, I mean, mm. rhythm is so important because when you listen to Michael's music and you hear the drum, it hits you in the face every time. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Just like a right in there, it's there. Yeah. And when he dances, you know, when he dances, it's he's, he's, he's always like every single movement in the music, he's, he's in it, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, it's not just a, but he's like. Right. He's thinking that. And he can double it, and he can half time. If this makes sense, my English is terrible. But anyway. no, no, it makes perfect sense. No, you're we're understanding. You're like I'm really appreciating how you're describing it. As a matter of fact, thank you. So that's the same with the guitar. Like you can play, da 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 da, right? You can. You have the extra oh, little right. tick, 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 right tick, 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 as your hand is going up and down. Your well, say if I had a pick, I do this a lot. Like you're scraping up and down on the strings. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you mean. So in your mind, uh, you can always jump into that rhythm that is going even though you're just playing da 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 da, but you can go da da. And that for me, that rhythm thing with the guitar was so mm -hmm. fast to be because yeah, I, I haven't talked about this before, but now I think it's a rhythmical instrument. It's drums. It's basically drums and percussive, can, right? Mm -hmm. Percussive, and you can add bass to it. You can play the bass on the lower E string, like, and you can play the melodies and the chords. There's so much 
in one instrument that uh, is so fascinating. Oh yeah, you know what? That just really dawned on me too. How you're you're so able to connect yourself to that groove, to that rhythm with yeah. the guitar that you might not be able to with because, you, like you said, you can you can jump into different parts of that groove, you know, with the guitar. And I, you're right. I don't think you can really do that with many other instruments quite the way you can with a guitar. I didn't hear all of what you said, but I got some of it. Okay. There you go. I can hear you. Um, oh, is that what this microphone is for? I'm yeah. supposed to be talking I was just, into it. So I was looking at you just now. I was like, oh, I'm trying to pay attention, but I don't want to interrupt you, but I couldn't hear. But uh, sorry. But yes, most of that was a yes for me. Sorry. Um, but it's the, what's the chicka chicka kaka? It's the, the, the vocal things, the vocal uh, vocalizations you were just doing right there. It's the, it's the very sort of primal thing that our ancestors did uh, across. Well, you know, when you think about it, Michael, Tora, I'm sure you've noticed if you've listened to, to Michael, like we have too, all the vocal little or the, yeah. the stuff he does, it's, you can do all that stuff on an electric guitar, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, like we are um, uh, releasing a new song uh, in May and I, um, noticed that making that song i kind of <laughs> found my inner michael more yeah. so it starts off with me beatboxing oh yes oh that's great that's he, cool i would imagine he'd be really i would think he's one of the best beats beatboxers ever uh you know hearing some of the stuff he does he's just so calibrated so you start off with a beatbox i do and i'm i, I it's, it's, it sounds terrible but we have a, <laughs> so it like on the record it sounds cool uh but uh, <laughs> That was basically because my idea was me beatboxing on the phone. Okay. And that was how the song started out. And I wanted to have that part in the, in, on the record. Um, and it actually worked out. And the beatboxing is a part of the whole song. Uh, and and I, I, yeah, I just love that. Uh, finding these elements that I used to love with Michael and bringing it into my own music, you know? Yes. You know, Tora, just watching you when you talk, it's almost like you're you're so um, connected with it. You know how you're talking about how he moves, like every movement is so calculated and it's like connecting to a part of of the music or channeling some of the energy from the music. Um, you definitely do that. Like when you're playing, like if it's slow, like you'll creep across the stage or if it's like, have you always been that connected to the music? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah. It has like some things in life just make sense. Like you just, it just, you're just born to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And this is going like, oh, I'm so great at music. That's not. <laughs> I appreciate the hair toss. No, we that. we understand exactly where you're coming from. Like yeah. with it. Yeah. That I'm born with some musicality, but anyway, I am. So. <laughs> And like, I remember when I was like three or four years old, my dad used to make me, um, when he played the piano and I had to clap on one, two, three, four. And- that clap is epic, by the way, right now. <laughs> that struck me, that was a great clap, man. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> really, but no, I really feel like you, no, I'm so sorry to do this, but just, I really feel like just the way you hit the pocket, like. I'm so sorry about the getting technical on your clap, but it was really good. The frequency you generated. It was with really that, powerful. That clap yeah, was, was really very uh, pleasant. Without even trying. Also perfect clap. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Thank you. Thank you. But but also then he said double it and then one, two, three. 
right? And then he started playing off rhythm and I still had to keep the same oh, He went off and then came back. And then, and, and I had to, and I was like four years old and I didn't think, right? So this is not me being four years old and had been working on this for many years. This is just me being, you know, hmm. in the music. So in the, moment. in the moment. So that is obviously kind of stuck with me. And now I'm 27 and I'm still into just making that snare drum. Yeah. <laughs> well, even your snap just now is ridiculous. That sound, yeah. But I, I know exactly what you're talking and about. Then, it needs and then to the hit. the vocalization right? hits. Tora, Do you it, understand? Like that, everything is the that needs to hit in a way where you got you have to feel it in your soul when that hits and i feel like michael did that michael did that so yeah the thing about michael's music that really really all his vocal riffs have cutting precision and rhythm and all of the rhythm has a melodious timber every single thing i don't know if he's banging trash cans or what yeah, like there's things that are going on that you just you're making wonder like what on earth did they what sound did they actually record and make this happen it's weird you know but like there was always some kind of pitch to the rhythm everything's so very just like intense like everything's dialed up to this mm -hmm. this level where you, you turn you hit play on the cassette tape or today if you just you know you hit <laughs> the cassette play on this on the stream yeah exactly you listen to any of this pick a song it's like it doesn't matter it's there you're like ah and i am just kind of blown away because uh, i recognize his influence in the way you're clapping and even the way you're snapping it cuts through i it, maybe just the way you're right in front of the microphone or whatever but it, i'm kind of blown away by it it's like dang it's like oh right there it's fun thank you percussion's fun like i didn't understand how much fun percussion is man <laughs> i really didn't get it i didn't get it it's everything because that is what our brain is thinking because now i'm lacking the words in english again so please forgive me but 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 we are th we are thinking rhythm always mm -hmm. not maybe always aware that we are a heart's beating rhythm you know no i agree with you tora because it's like when you watch people when they start listening to a song what is their head bobbing to it's bobbing to the that's where their head's bobbing you know it's not bobbing to the guitar or the lyrics. It's bobbing to the ba, ba. You know, I know exactly what you mean. It's yeah, completely appropriate that this is the very first conversation we've had where I have access to. These you know noises. what? We just, we weird. had a rough patch with the novelty harmonica making what? appearances and it. interrupting connected. wonderful people like Tora. Now okay. you All now right. you have a percussion set. He has a very good point, and I'm gonna just dial it down. <laughs> just dial it down. I'm just you know excited because you understand something about Michael that like, I'm only just, anyway, we, it, this is great. I'm really enjoying this. Oh, thank you, me too. We, um, you know, it's funny to her. That's, that's what the conclusion that we came to about him. Like it all comes down to that. It's got a hit mm -hmm. that, and the people that, that get that will get it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, have you, um, you mentioned the Dangerous album, right? Yeah. The, yeah. This song called She Drives Me Wild. Yeah. It's, I think it was um, mostly car sounds. Yeah. Throughout the whole song, like the door going like and the car uh, starting up. And right. Yeah. I think it's huh. mostly just sounds from a car. And he made that work. And that's just stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
<laughs> it's brilliant though it really is but it's like that naturally produced sound yeah. like it has a different energy to it but yeah that's pretty creative yeah yeah Tora, it sounds again taking a we we went well, off the rails you there take a little step bit back. I'll, stop. Um, I'll, I'll put the keyboard away and i'm it seems like you were saying that the music was always inside of you and you didn't really have to be taught like you just knew you felt it yeah i think so um and that's that's that is a blessing and a curse because you, you can't really um people want me to talk about it as we mentioned earlier and, and explain it and I hear a lot of people talk about it. I hear a lot of people explain it and I can't. I have a hard time explaining what's happening in my, in my head. Uh, like, how do you write your songs? How do you make your demos? How do you play guitar? Like, honestly, I'm not sure, <laughs> you know? Um, that's a, I, I could see how some people might not be satisfied with it, but again, you're trying to talk about something that's beyond all of us. It's kind of like love, Tora. It's like, it's like someone coming up to me, like, what does it feel like to be in love? Like, can you explain that feeling? Or it's like, no, it just, once you feel it, you feel it, but there's no way I'm going to be able to verbalize it. No, you can't. You can't. You can try. Right. And you will probably sound stupid. <laughs> well, think about people who have, say, synesthesia. Is that how you say it? where they have a perception of sound that they associate with visual. So they see sound, they see it. Yeah. How do you explain that? Right? Like, how do you, they see colors, sounds associated with colors and things. It's just like having a, don't judge me for this, but uh, on the enterprise, like Star Trek. Oh my, you're going off on a tangent here. I want to hear Tora speak, let not me, you talk let about me Star Trek. Say this bro. to her on, and, and don't derail me. So the point is they have little sensors, right? In the craft. So it's just like- I tried to stop you him, have Tora. A sense, you have a sense that other people don't necessarily have, right? It's, that's why it's hard to explain. And it's okay that like you can't put words to it. You see what I'm saying? Cause it's like, it's something that it's like, do you, let me ask you, when your hand does this, do you actually tell your hand to do it? Open, close, or does it, the hand, the hand's just, you know, handing. It's just, it's, it's moving. It's doing its thing. You see what I'm saying? Your brain just does that without thinking. And so whatever you're describing, this connection that's hard for you to describe is definitely something like that. It's, it's wired into you in such a way that it, it defies explanation. And that's actually a really cool thing. You know? Yeah, and it's funny that you mentioned uh, colors because I see colors when I play. And that's the reason why I remember, like when I started out playing guitar, because I... Uh, didn't feel the need to read tabs mm -hmm. or, or uh, sheets. Is that what you call it? Yeah, yeah, sheet mm -hmm. music. Sheet music. That's right. Yeah. I didn't feel the need to. I knew that I could if I wanted to, but I didn't feel like I had to. So uh, when I started out learning songs, to be able to remember the songs and the chords and the chord progressions, I had, I saw colors. They just appeared. Yeah. Depends on what key the song is in, but let's say the song is in G, right? That's mm -hmm. green. That's 100% green. Hmm. And then D is yellow and C is orange. Okay. But I... the song 
the song is in D, then D is red. So it so I can remember like when it comes to what a key the song is in, wow. right? Yeah. Mm. That just kind you're, of you're literally like color coding stuff to yeah. to, to visualize them. and it's That's like brilliant. Maybe maybe those sounds do have a color associated with it, but it makes sense why Frequency. some colors look better than others together mm -hmm. and how you mm -hmm. can't just throw harmony yeah. versus like dissonance. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's why. So you are a superhero. Yeah. I mean, you just, you sort of have this, whatever, this, this thing you were born with and that's a good thing. Like, look what you can do with it. Honestly though, Tora, like we, we both have always been tapped into music the same way. So we understand like how it is to, to feel like you're the only one that's being touched or blown away by certain things and other people are like what it's just yeah he's a good singer i don't get it you know what i mean mm. yeah it's like feeling that music on a different level and, and that's one of the reasons that i appreciate you so much and that i wanted to bring it up because i could feel there was something different mm. there something mm. special there like when you play your guitar it's just like you were talking about Michael Jackson, you can't look away from the stage. Toro, when you play your guitar, I can't look away because that energy is so potent. Thank you. Thank you so much. That means a lot. Thank you. So um, it's just making me think about the connection with people, you know, that we've, you know, you're, you're able to create an immediate connection. Like when I'm looking at you, I'm already wanting to tap into that. So when you, when you perform, or when you're creating a track, is there like one specific quality that you're trying to convey ideally in a perfect world? Or is it just kind of whatever you're feeling at the moment? Right, depends on the track and depends on what I'm trying to say, I guess. Um, um, but it's usually, as I mentioned earlier about hitting the right spot in many way. Mm -hmm. uh, and 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 sometimes sometimes I think about it as a conversation. Uh, so you start off with the line, uh, and then you talk and you talk while playing. But at the end of the guitar solo, like, like now I'm thinking Instagram. So I'm thinking one minute Instagram video right now while I'm talking. Okay. That's clear. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then you have to at the end of the solo you have to kind of come back to that first line because even though you as a listener you're not thinking about it but you've heard that line before because i played it in the beginning i see and then i at the end i play it again mm. so i play fast in the middle and be like look at everything i can do on my guitar <laughs> but i end off with the same simple line that i started off with so that you feel connected to what i'm trying to say you could go like Ah, and then you might want to listen to it again. Right. Can't really, can't really tell what it was, but there was something that spoke to you. So you go back and you listen to it again, and they're like, and then it makes more sense, you know? Yeah, yeah. So uh, because we are just human beings, and we like when things are repeated. That yeah. is why songs are hit songs because it's constantly the same blah 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 blah. And we, we like, like when it's repeatable. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. It's, that and we can do that with um, with our instruments um, as well. Why not? Because we are playing for human beings. We are talking to <laughs> right. <laughs> so, mm. 
yeah. Yeah. That exchange of energy is so, so wonderful. It's essential. Um, you know, you're, you mentioned a little bit your guitar solos, like jokingly, you know, look what I can do on my guitar, but um, they're very melodic. And, and even, even during your solo parts, I can tell you're still as connected, you know, to that energy as you would be at any other part in the song. You talked about how some of the other guitar parts are like, what What am I feeling? What am I singing? Is that is that the same thing with the guitar solos? Because they're very, very creative. And some of them are pretty technical, but it still maintains that like melodic feel to it. Yeah. Well, uh, right now I'm at a point where I, I don't, I don't feel the need to show off. I don't feel the need to um, because I, I have my language on the guitar. I have, I have the notes that I need. And I bring out my like, superpowers when I feel like it, when, when they are needed, right? When they're when, needed. Yeah, when, when it helps the song, when it helps the music. That's I can what bring... heroes do. Yeah, right. But if not, I can just play one note for one minute. If that's what I, if that was the song requires, I can play one note. You know, it doesn't really matter. So it's all about um, what the, yeah, what the song asks for. And you don't really know until you play. And that's why I always, always, always record the, like the first take when I'm just try, trying it out, you know, mm. record it, record it because that's the best take, I, no doubt. You will always go back to your first take and listen to it and say like, mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> that right. was it. It's funny, you know, um, you're right about that, Tor, because we'd have times where we were just jamming before the recording. It was bad. And then you play something, and you're like, wow, where did that come from? I don't think I'll be yeah. able to do that again. Yeah. Like, what just Should happened? Recorded it already? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. You're right times? about that. Should have hit the button. Has that happened to you? Is that one of the reasons why you re hit record now? <clears throat> yeah, that has happened too many times. <laughs> So I hit record. I, I I record almost. No, that's not true. But I record a lot of the stuff that I do. So I, just so I have it, you know, in case. And the first take is always the best one. And especially now when I'm at a point where my skills on the guitar are at a level that at a level where it never sucks, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're a master now. No, but if that, you know what I'm saying, like you're comfortable. Yeah, I get it. I'm mm -hmm. comfortable. So if I know the chords, if I know what key is in, I can play an okay guitar solo on the spot. It won't sound terrible, you know. Mm -hmm. When I was 16, it, it would have been terrible. Again, that improbability. Right. So, so that's why if I know the chords, if I know the song, I will record the first take. Man, Tori, you're bringing up some really cool yeah. stuff. Like, thank you for sharing. Um, and again, I'm going to go off on a little bit of tangent here. I apologize. But it's it's an image that I keep having, especially when people like you are explaining all this stuff. Like, what is the, what is the song asking for? You know, like, I'm only going to play. It's like, I think of archaeologists. Like, that dinosaur skeleton is there, but it's just a matter of slowly uncovering all the little parts. You know, and yeah. some people, they, they don't, when they see a new part, they don't want to be like, that needs to go there. No, I don't want that. You know, it's like, 
like the resistance do you feel like Tora, that you it seems like that might have been a lesson you learned somewhere is like removing the resistance like you said removing your ego or whatever it may be mm -hmm. yeah well yeah uh my dad always said i don't know if this is relevant but um anyway <laughs> my, my dad always said that um uh it, it should always come from the heart if it's not from your heart uh shut up like mm -hmm. don't just stop because there's no point if it's not you there's no point and he is not like spiritual or anything he's like normal guy but he always said when it comes to music if it's not you if it's not from your heart then stop so growing up like hearing those things and then starting to write my own songs like i'm 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 not scared you know I, i'm not scared of writing songs or playing music or putting it out there because i know that is from my heart and it's me. So it's not scary. It doesn't scare me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, you know what, Tora, I'm glad that, that people like you say those type of things in settings like this, because everyone needs to feel that power of, of being able to be themselves mm -hmm. and, and, and knowing that that's okay. Exactly. That's, that's it, that's it. And especially now, you know, um, to be, it's okay to be yourself. And I mean, of course, like me being so open about the fact that I'm gay as well, you know, that being so open about it and putting it in people's face constantly, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like no shame, but then again, it's me. So what do you want me to do? Like, this is, I'm born this way. I can't change it. So why should I hold back when when it's just me? You know, I I think that approach of from the heart with music mm -hmm. is a good ethos for life. Like it's a good it's a good guiding principle for communication too. Uh for just be just expression in general. It's like you said, you know, I'm just me. So you shouldn't do anything that isn't from the heart. You know, and you know what, Tora, it makes me think about the fact that I, I think we just live in a society where everything is so under the microscope. Mm -hmm. And it's like, people, you got to understand, we're just all human beings. And I, I can't possibly understand what's going on in another being's, you know, inner working. So who am I to say, you know, what they should or shouldn't do? Or it's like, everyone has to do live the life that they the best life that they can in the way that they feel most comfortable living. I mean, that's the bottom line. Mm -hmm. I agree. Absolutely. hundred percent. Um, that's a powerful message. Have, has that always been the way you were or did you have to come to a point where you're like, I'm just going to be myself and, and I don't care anymore. No, I always been like that. <laughs> that that's a blessing. That's a blessing. I mean, pure luck, basically. Uh, but it, it's because of my family. It's because of my siblings, because of my parents, because they are the best people in the whole wide world. So I'm just lucky to be born in my family. And uh, you, you have friends uh, that you have, and then you lose them because they weren't right for you. And you experience stuff that aren't always great and good. But but because of like my 
my family, I always have that safe spot where I know that uh, they know that I come from a good place and it comes from my heart. So it doesn't really matter, you know? So yeah. I think um, because of them, um, I'm always kind of safe. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, Tora, it, it seems like that might be something that you've had to deal with a little more than you would have liked is the whole idea of people maybe not being able to handle you or people not getting you. And then, you know, that whole battle of yeah energies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, uh, it's, it's been uh, like ups and downs and I, especially when I was like a teenager, I had to kind of, uh, the word kind of try to fit in hmm. uh, and to, you know, change the way I talk and the way I dress and uh, to fit in because there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of me always. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. So, uh, but when I got older, I just felt like I can't do this anymore. I'm just going to try <laughs> to be and post whatever I feel like posting, go for this music career and see if it works out because you only live once. And when I, when I'm in the hospital and it's my last day on earth, I'm going to lie there. I'm going to think, well, I tried and I had a great time and I loved and I, and I failed and I tried again and I got up and I made songs and I played guitar and I had a beer, you know, I'm going to live my life as me and people who want to have something to do with me, they will stick around. That's right. And they will, if not, they will leave. And I don't want those people in my life. The same with, let's talk about like followers. That's a big thing. Like followers. Mm -hmm. Like I lose from, like about a thousand followers every week and like okay right. <laughs> Fine. Well, if you want to leave leave it's not the same as in real life obviously but you know to compare right it's an arbitrary metric tora because think about it the social media didn't even exist however many years ago so the number of followers you have really doesn't mean anything well it's that whole idea of you don't want people in your life anyway that don't love you for you. So it's like, if people leave, who cares? You know, like you're saying, it's like, you want people around that love you for you. I don't want anyone in my life that doesn't want to give good energy and receive good energy. You see? So it's like, I don't have time. I don't have time for nonsense. I only have time for the very best energy in my life. You know? That's why talking to people like you, Tora, is such a blessing because it feels like it would be something that you've probably realized that there's not a lot of people that can relate to you on a deep level because you're, di you're different, but it's because you've been given special gifts, you know, mm -hmm. and that's a good thing, right? Yeah. And it's, and it's, well, thank you, but it's, it's, um, like especially in Norway, we we don't brag about mm. stuff. We we don't talk about ourselves. Like that's not something we do. Right. So, uh, like when 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 I grew up, it was always like, don't talk too much about yourself. Don't don't share your talent. If you have a talent, hide it. Really. Mm. 
that come from such a small place? Like there's a thousand people from the town that I grew up. There's a thousand people and like everybody knows everyone. So don't brag about yourself. Don't show your talent. Just be as everyone else, just fit in. Um, and that can be a challenge when you have so much. You're different. Yeah, you just want to not to show off, but because it comes naturally to to like to dance. Like I love to dance and I love to sing and I love to move. Like I just right. want to because it's a part of me, not because I want you to tell me that I'm, me. I'm I'm jamming in the car, folks, because I enjoy it. Not because I want you to take pictures of me and share it or whatever, what's happening. It's just, I just enjoy myself, you know, and it's really sometimes obnoxious when someone's going to come up to your mess. It's like, literally, I just want to be me. No, I'm sorry. I just, I really Jorah, relate to what you're talking about and I'm sorry to make it about me again, but I just Jorah, really appreciate it, you sharing this. Thank you. It seems like you're saying that some people love to perform just because they love to perform. It doesn't have anything to do with showing off. Yeah. Wow. That's really well said, dude. Thank you for saying that too. Wow. That's it. You guys, thank you both. I'm just really appreciating this conversation so much because yeah, Tori, you know, thank you again. Um, thank you for being here with us because we don't get to have these conversations very often in the real world. Because you know, there's there's not a lot of people that get it that can just talk about it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And Tori, you know, when you said about your family, how you just knew you were always safe we recognize that musicians around the world don't always have that situation. And that's why we're building this community because we want this to be a safe place for this kind of conversation. Cause mm -hmm. it's hard, like I said, it's hard to find, you know, places, people, things where we can, we can sit down and do these kinds of things. You know what I'm saying? So that's why. Yeah. And as I said in the beginning, like I felt it right away that this, this is going to be fun because we, we talk the same language, even though we, hmm. We don't, but we kind of do, you know what I'm saying? Music right, is the universal yeah. language. We need yeah. that on a on a repeat somewhere button that yeah. can push. And again, you know what? We need to get that Lena quote so I can pay, play it so I don't <laughs> say it. The Lena quote? Yeah, she said, what is it? You're not too much. You're not too little. You're exactly what you're supposed to be. Mm. And you know what, Tora? In a way, you're you're preaching that without preaching it, right? Mm. You're people. living that. You're living that. And like you can feel that energy of a person that's not not held back by all the judgment of other people or the like you said, trying to fit in. Like there's a you give up so much of yourself to do that. Hmm. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I feel uh sometimes I I Mm, oh, how can I explain this? But I, um, I feel like I, I hope, I hope that by doing what I'm doing and being so uh, open and out there with no shame, uh, just do what I feel like doing. It can inspire more people to do that. And I don't care about the the mean messages and all the judgment and the hate that I get. I don't like honestly don't care because I don't read it. I, I just I just don't want to deal with that anymore. So uh, uh, I, I just take the love and I save it and I keep doing it. So if that can inspire more people to just be themselves, I mean, if I can do that, wow, you know? That's, that would be a wonderful 
that is a wonderful thing that you're doing. It's working. That is a wonderful thing. Like, I, I feel like that's one of the reasons why music is so powerful. And, and you're a part of that, you know, making music, um, putting your personality out there on social media. Um, it's a way that pe people feel free. It helps them feel free. Yeah. Even if it only starts by watching you do it, like you said, that can be an inspiration to help them have the courage to do it in their own life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's the goal, and uh, yeah, I'm happy if that if that happens. Well, Tora, thank you for spending some time with us. Um, people will be a fan of you after listening to this. As a fan of Tora, how how? do the beautiful listeners find your music so they can become a fan of your music as well? Well, they can uh, go to Spotify and uh, my music is like, you can just search for Torah and we have uh, two albums out, new music coming soon, or you can check out my Instagram. That is uh, Torah, D-A-A. -A. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally we uh yay do you have any projects coming up that people should look forward to or are you going to be able to play anywhere at all anytime soon well if the world opens up like a little bit we have a very busy summer and a very busy fall and we have a uk tour planned for september oh cool uh, fingers crossed if not then we will move it to next year but and we are planning a U.S. tour as well. Hey, and we're just planning to. Oh man, come to Arizona on, because we—I want to be in the crowd for one of your Heck performances, yeah. Tora. Of course, yeah, we are planning to travel everywhere, so I hope that will be a possibility. Yeah. Awesome. Again, thank you, thank you. Thank you. It was why, fun. Why can't I hear this? Oh. Oh, that's not it. Sorry, dude. I know what you're doing. My bad. Uh, miscommunication here on the board. I, we, think, I think we we need to. Well, you can continue here. Is there, do you have any last I, thoughts? Yeah, I just uh, again. So thank you again for for coming. Tora, yeah. Tora, 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 I stepped right into that one. How many times have I done that to you? I don't even know. I've lost count of the number of times I've done that to him. I totally deserve that one. That was, that was probably the best use that you've done of that so far. All right. Anyway, I'm really impressed that he had the presence of mind to do that. Um, I don't remember anymore what I was going to say. Tora. Uh, we're going to get her off the hook. You here. rock. Hashtag Tora rocks. Yeah, we're going to get you off the hook here. We do have a, a closing. Thank you. The crowd's not going to stop now. The crowd is, the crowd is saying goodbye. Torres dropped some knowledge on us. Folks, you know where to find us. Anchor.fm slash inside the sound. Let's play this closer. Let's see. Tor, you get to hear the closer now. You ready for this? The way you make us feel. <laughs> the way you make Let's go. You got a great energy. Yeah, for real. Thank you so much. You rock. Here we go. Yeah. Bye. We love you all. Bye. Be